Hey, Doma fam, welcome back to another Doma Studio podcast where we talk all things health mentally, physically, and emotionally. We're continuing our Ayurvedic daily self care practices. And this week we are talking about Abhyanga. Abhyanga is the self oil massage that in Ayurveda we do every morning. Um, essentially, a, the Abhyanga is a application of the oil particular to your dosha usually um but you can also use sesame oil as like a general rule uh this is because sesame oil is considered to be tridoshic um but if you know what your dosha type is already then you can use that type of oil you can also add essential oils to it which is really lovely and um it's applied liberally to the skin so essentially what an abhyanga is, is what it sounds like, a self-oil massage. But it's really the application of oil all over the body from head to toe or from toe to head. And depending on what's happening in your mental and physical body, you'll adjust accordingly. Oftentimes, if you're feeling heavy or stagnant, then it's recommended to take the apply the oil rather from the soles of your feet to the top of your head. If you're feeling, you know, kind of all over the place and life's getting a little wild and crazy and you feel like kind of scattered mentally, then it's recommended to, to apply oil from your head to your feet. Basically, you're either picking the energy up, that's why you start at the bottom and you go up, or you're bringing the energy down and you're starting from your head to the soles of your feet. Now, when I'm talking applying oil on your body, I mean your whole body. Abhyanga does not miss any space. It's application inside the ears, massaging around the eye sockets, eyebrows, scalp, um, wrist joints, elbows, shoulders, and really particularly the major joints that tend to get kind of stiff or stuck. Um, so if you have tenderness in your hips or your low back or your knees or feet, then you spend a little bit of extra time. The goal is to help to one, lubricate the skin and um, you know bring that kind of moisture into the skin, which can help with elasticity and make the skin softer and kind of texture and overall tone of the skin and appearance. But also Abhyanga is known to strengthen the body tissues. It also helps to lubricate the internal organs and the bones and joints. It offers also better sleep. And one of the reasons it offers better sleep is because Abhyangas are really good for helping the nervous system. It helps to calm that kind of nervous energy in the body. And it's an act of self-love. It promotes circulation and helps to clear out um, the lymph nodes. So Abhyanga can also be known as a lymphatic massage. And there are actually two types of Abhyangas. You can, there's daily Abhyanga where you apply the oil every single day to your own body. You let it sit for a little bit of time and then you kind of shower and go on through the rest of your day. There's also an Abhyanga that can be done from an Ayurvedic practitioner or doctor. And this is usually done in, as a two-part massage. It's a 90-minute lymphatic massage, and it's super oily. It's um, really, really good for the skin, really good for the lymphatic system, helps to 
calm the nervous system, reduce anxiety and stress, and promote overall this kind of bliss. And I kind of want to specify what I mean by bliss because sometimes we get this idea of bliss as like this kind of like far out, you know, almost unattainable thing. But bliss is really evenness. It's this kind of balance that happens in the body. This not too high, not too low, this, this kind of calm state and the application of oil and the massaging of the physical body helps to calm all of that down so you can come back into a more even, clear state. Touch is really essential for our overall well-being and it's essential to optimal health as well. And so I know I touched on this a little bit earlier, but you can utilize any type of oil the only kind of stipulation when it comes to what kind of oil is you can use a really easy rule. If you wouldn't put it directly into your mouth, then I wouldn't put it on your skin. So you're not talking, you know, some perfumed oil from blah, blah, blah. You, if you wouldn't put it in your mouth, like like put a spoonful of it in your mouth, then I would highly suggest not doing that. Your skin is one of the most porous things besides your mouth in your body. And so if you're putting chemical-based lotions or oils on, that stuff is soaking right into your skin, right into your bloodstream almost immediately. So choose an oil that's that you would that is edible and apply it liberally to the skin. Um, it's especially nice to warm this up. And especially if it's winter time, this practice is done all year long. Um, but I think that it comes in particularly handy in the winter months because they tend to be colder. They tend to be drier. Um, it can kind of, the, the season just kind of dries everything out. It pulls moisture out. And so the Abhyanga helps to bring moisture back into the body, essentially. And so you choose an oil that's based on your dosha type, or if you're not sure what it is, I go with sesame, but I'm not toasted sesame. Otherwise, you'll smell like a delicious snack. Like <laughs> So just straight sesame, not toasted. And then um, you apply a small, uh, just a small amount into um, a glass jar or a metal container so you can kind of warm it up a little bit. And then you apply it liberally to your body, long strokes to the arms and legs, really circular motions around the joints. And pressure is up to you. If a little more pressure feels good, um, I would go for it. And then the speed depends on how you're feeling and depends on your dosha type. But I would just, for ease, go with how you're feeling. If you're feeling like life is scattered and things are kind of going crazy and you're sort of mentally racing, slow your strokes down. Make them slow, calm, maybe a little extra pressure, take your time. If you feel kind of stagnant, like your body just is like so slow to get going, then speed up the momentum, like pick up the pace, have those strokes be kind of fast and invigorating to the body. It'll really help to get the body to kind of wake up uh, 
physically and then it sort of like wakes you up mentally is too. And then traditionally the Abhyanga oil is said to sit on the skin for you know 10, 20, 30 minutes and in Ayurveda we recommend that you meditate or take some time to do some yoga. Um, you know if you do take some time to do yoga please be careful right. Um, you're slippery and oily so um, if you do choose to, you know, take a few stretches, I would just take a couple of stretches that you don't have to worry about balance or, um, any like super big moves, things can get a little dicey with oil on your feet. So if you do add yoga, make sure you're just adding, you know, some seated stretches or, you know, a, a little something light where you're not kind of moving around quickly on your feet. You want to be mindful not to, um, slip your feet out from underneath you. The other tip that I would say is choose to get a towel you don't care about in an area that you're not worried about in your house. The massage tends to be oily and 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 in Ayurveda we really love oil. Oil is a super important part of not only the diet but also the physical body. And so applying it liberally is kind of on purpose, um, but it can ruin some clothes and some furniture. So try to lay out, you know, kind of in a towel that you're not really attached to in an area that's easy to clean and then take the time to apply it. Once you've let it absorb for a little while, then you can take your shower and kind of go on with the rest of your day. One important thing about Abhyanga, which, you know, it can kind of be a process waiting for 20 minutes, applying oils to the whole body, doing the whole thing can take some time. And so one of the things that my teacher when I was in school taught me, which was basically get the oil on the skin, just moisturize the skin. The body will work better when the skin is moisturized. The skin, the muscles, the nervous system, the bodily tissues, all of your body benefits from this. I had one client who came to me with chronic ear infections. And we were going through all sorts of things with her. And then I asked her about her, if she had an, uh, an Abhyanga practice, was she applying warm oil to her body every day? And she was like, well, no, not really. And I was like, just try and focus on the kind of ear shaft in the ear, around the ear, massage the actual like ear lobes and kind of like get the oil around and in and move around as much as possible. I kid you not, the next week she was like, my ears don't hurt. I said, okay, keep doing it. You know, like, let's see, maybe it was a fluke. We don't know. She hasn't complained and she never complained again about ear infections. Something so small as applying liberal oil to the body can help to even deter ear infections and um, chronic ear aches and muscle aches and joint pain because one, it's pressure. Two, it's oil and the body needs oil to survive. We absorb nutrients in our bloodstream. Our body works and brain and connective tissues and everything need the lubrication. If our bodies are dried out, you know, how does anything work when it's dry and brittle? So the most important thing is get the oil on the skin. If you don't have 20 minutes to sit down and massage every joint and every ounce of your body, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Get the oil on the majority of your skin and then get on with your day. So if that means you don't apply as much oil, 
then no problem. For my personal practice, I don't apply copious amounts of oil anymore unless I have set aside the time to do a full Abhyanga practice and do it into the scalp and into the soles of the feet and the whole thing. And then it, it becomes this kind of act of self-care and love. And it should be. Um, but on a day-to-day, -day, the act of self-care is I make sure that I apply oil to my skin and my joints and I try not to forget any of the important parts, knees, ankles, feet, hips, these kinds of, these kinds of things. And so if you walk away with nothing from this podcast, just walk away from, get some oil on your skin. The skin is such an important piece of keeping the body healthy, keeping the body well-maintained, and there's so much absorption that happens through the skin. And so make sure that what you're putting on your skin is not full of chemicals and toxins. Get ingestible oils. Don't be afraid to go to the cooking aisle and get some sesame or coconut oil. It doesn't have to be super smelly. Um, and if you want to add certain kinds of scents and you can, you know, depending on how you're feeling, you want to pick up the energy or you want to pull the energy down, then you can add some essential oils to one, add a nice fragrance, but two, to allow the essential oil to also act as a means of healing practice. So some of the oils, just for kind of a rule of thumb, um, Vata tends to go towards mustard oil, which I'll give you a forewarning for my vatas out there. It's kind of an intense scent for mustard oil. Um, so if that smell ever gets to be too much, then switch over to sesame as a general rule of thumb. Um, mustard oil is really warming and that's why it's really helpful for vata. Vata tends to be really cold and especially as we get into the cooler months, um, vata dosha tends to kind of swing a little further out of balance. And so they really, really need to make sure um, that there is enough oil and lubrication on the body. And this will help to just like calm things down. So pitta being fire and water um, tend to run a little hotter and so they can do a little bit of a cooler oil which is coconut oil. Coconut oil is a pretty cooling oil. Um, it has some nice um, kind of light properties and even though it can feel a little oily on the skin it tends to absorb really quickly and be kind of a lighter option. Um, again if for all of these, you can substitute sesame oil. And then Cappadocia really does well with sesame oil, so that's something that you can add in. Kappa is earth and water, and they tend to be a little denser. And so something light and tridoshic, meaning well-balanced for all three dosha types, um, is sesame oil. And again, don't be afraid to go to the cooking aisle to, to get it. Uh, just mindful that you're not getting that toasted sesame. Um, save that for your uh, salads for lunch or something. But um, that's essentially what an abhyanga is. And I would really, really encourage you guys to give it a shot, especially as things get into the cooler months. Abhyangas are so, so, so magical. Even if you don't really have time to warm the oil up, which side note, it does feel really, really good to warm the oil up, especially when things are, when it's kind of a cold morning. Um, but a quick way that you can kind of bring 
the oil a little more up to body temperature and not necessarily have to do the whole all the steps of warming things up is just put the oil in the palm of your hand and rub it together a little bit um, just kind of vigorously and then apply it to the joints and uh, remainder of the body so that you can get a little bit of warmth in there and not applying cold oil directly to the skin because you know that can be an invigorating experience in the morning too so um take take a shot at it like go give it a shot if you're up for it let me know what you think let me know if you tried it and um thank you so much again for dropping in and listening to another podcast i'm super excited to keep bringing you some good um Ayurvedic little tips and tricks. And I think we got one more week coming up. So we will get into, oh, we have a couple more actually. Um, We'll get into some neti, which is some nasal washing next week. So stay tuned. Thanks again, guys. Talk to you soon.